Here, I'll put a good song. Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of the Two Bros and a Beard podcast. My name is Asad, and I'm here with my co-host, Ibrahim El Namrosi. No, 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 no. You're here by yourself, and dog. Today, nah, gee. Good afternoon. Morning, night, I just realized it might not be the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, for anybody who's listening to the podcast, my name is Asad. My name is Ibrahim, everyone. Welcome back to another Two Bros and a Beard episode. Yeah, welcome back. And today is a little special. Because... Today we're talking about why Asad loves that Seabat song so much. Yeah, we actually... Uh, I'm stopping him from saying anything else because we got to talk about this addiction. Fascination. With that song. You have a really big fascination we with that song. We do. No, no. You're I actually hate that song. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's a humble guy. He doesn't like to Naji. Uh, so, today is also special because in the last couple episodes, we kind of referenced and mentioned, but today, we finally got new microphones for the podcast. Woohoo! Yay! We it, sound a lot better. Yeah, we sound a lot better, especially after, like, post-recording uh, and editing and everything. It, it definitely makes the... Uh, whole experience more satisfying. We can overall. start ASMR now, and we can like rub, thing, rub things across our beard. Exactly. And like, shh, shh, or, like, like you know, tap wires mic together, and like, yeah. Or, like I can type on my keyboard. Look out for our new uh, ASMR bearded ASMR. Yeah, just just keep an eye on for that. Yes, sir. Anyway, in the meantime, uh, the queen died. That's nice. Yeah, that's that not okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving the uh, the MI6, American response. Mi six. I am sorry, man. We I'm giving the American that. response. I told you I was going to talk about this. America, like at least our generation, I might even say all of America. Our generation made like a really bit like funny business with the whole like queen dying. Uh, TikTok was popping off. Twitter was popping off, and like. I, I told you he loves this what? song, dog. No, like no. I'm talking about the Queen's death and how sad it is and how America has I dealt with it. I think the FBI just and heard us talking about it. You and just it, started playing the it song. Came up on my Instagram. The, the sussy song, which if you haven't heard it, heard about this song, don't even worry about it. Just do you want to talk about it? I I don't mind, but like talking, uh, pausing no, honestly, the Queen's death and talking honestly, about this I, song. I, I think that this is a tale best left for the people like to find it. It's not really best when you just told it. It was so funny for me when I discovered it. So um, you'll you guys will figure it out. You guys will find it out eventually. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I I felt like the exact opposite of what you're saying. Like when everybody was like, "Oh, the Queen's dead." I just took it like a normal person, like, oh, yeah, inside they're, they're gone. But just like Squid Games and everything else, whenever people get a hold of it and they, like, blow it up, people, like, I, I saw, like, uncles and aunties, like, posting on their Instagrams, like, rest the queen. They're, like, most of those people, their country was subjugated by Britain anyway, so I don't know why they're all, like, you know, yo, go, we missed the queen. Yeah, yeah. And uh, people who never... Said anything, cared about anything, or all of a sudden, like, oh my god, the queen. But, like, did you not see, like, at least our generation on TikTok, whatever, like, just like. See, that's the first problem. Maybe. I mean, yeah, it's probably a good thing. But, like. Yet. If you say so. They weren't, like, making fun of her death, but, like, they were, like, like, putting humor to the situation. Mm. Like, did you see that one picture I sent uh, in our group chat of, like, someone in. in, 
and Valorant rezzing instead of like Sage rezzing the queen. Oh, I did not see that. But that, that was like funny. that's like type of like TikToks and stuff that I've seen. You know, like that so does I'm, make sense. And then a bunch of like British people I also saw like the other side. They were like, "Dog, you know, I'm making fun of this." Who? First of all, why? Second of all, how dare you? Third of all, isn't 9/11 like two days? So y'all want to make fun of this? We'll make fun of you guys. <laughs> I've Ooh, seen bro, that the is funniest a rough one. battles. I'm just like watching both sides of TikTok because I've gotten so far deep into like the Queen's death of people like making fun of this situation and then uk like y'all really want to start this hmm. y'all really want to start this bro hold, hold my earrings bro hold my hoops i'll start that's really funny actually that they bounced back with that and i, I mean it makes sense anytime anything serious happens whether it's someone dying or a scandal or something the first thing that happens with our generation on the internet is we make jokes about it and make it satire yeah. so honestly even the queen dying does not is not an exception. Who's to the that rule. replacement? King Charles or something? I don't know. Yeah, who that is. yeah. yeah even the one like, that like ran away. Maybe I don't remember who it was, but um, when he get, like went up and gave like his speech, people like <laughs> they they made fun of his speech. Like they would like audio auto switch audio switch whatever the word is, um, like certain like words. Like I'm in here now. B word. I'm not gonna say all these things because I've been told not to cuss on uh, episodes. You almost said stream. Yeah, that's the screen, bro. I'm so far. The internet gone. has got you, man. But like, like they would like switch words, like I'm here now, bro. Chris is running this bitch, all that type of stuff. So like, wow, it was we wild and I don't know. But that was just interesting to watch the whole world. But she's dead. And then on the other side of it, everybody is just like, yeah, okay. Here we are. And what's next? And I honestly like, I don't know. I I think people like to think that she's like a good lady because she like did some charity stuff or whatever but like people are also blowing her up like she's a saint or something yeah. well uh, she's been like what she died at, at the age of 96 or something 97 yeah pretty old like she's been through a lot. a lot she was around for a lot of things i can't imagine that she's not good like she's probably a cool person but she's also a leader that's had to have been around for a long time yeah. so i can't necessarily say that she's like perfect and like needs like worshiping or something so when people are like overreacting online and stuff it just like it just doesn't make sense also no go ahead i was gonna say like say like one of our presidents died say someone you actually like a president you actually liked right say we were still during like barack obama days a lot of people like obama a little more than what we're currently at um and so say like back then 2016 whatever before he left office he died right that's, I think, what the the connection is. So what's your connection if, like, a president died? See, the funny thoughts? thing is, I guess we would have a reaction, but I think that same example, if you examine, like, when Kobe died, right? Bro, Kobe's death was way worse. We have, like, like, a way completely stronger different than the reaction. Yeah. Like, as, as Americans, but also as fans of basketball, we were, we, it, it wasn't like every day was sad, but if you mentioned Kobe Bryant, you'd be like, dang. Like, that hit, like it hits gone. a little more. Yeah, know? but if, if, you mentioned the if queen. you're like the queen that I'm like, oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's nuts. That's Do you think it's because uh, we're in America? We don't have I that definitely think that's problem? part of that. I'd love to know from the British perspective, like English citizens, would they, uh, would they feel like if it is like a Kobe thing, if it would be like Obama? Because again, if if Obama died, I w- it would be in between Kobe and the Queen. It w- I wouldn't be like, dang, Obama. But I also yeah. wouldn't be like, eh. You know, it would be something I guess, in yeah. between that. And I guess the larger point that I want to make is that, like, people, all are people are dying a lot. 
right? Like there's a lot of people who pass away for different, different reasons. And I was telling a couple people this because I was like, why do we care about one old lady who already we knew was going to die when then people just like, people are always passing away. It's kind of like the kids in Africa argument, except a little bit more nuanced. Last episode, you ended in a very depressing manner. Ibrahim, We're I, not going to go back into this depressing manner. I just think you don't like when I talk about deep stuff. I'm no, no, no. Listen, we have topics to talk about today, right? Mm-hmm. I don't mind if we go off on tangents. Mm-hmm. I'm down for it, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes we go off on like deep, depressing tangents on a happy topic day. And I'm just like, yo, bro, just relax. Let's just... This is this is supposed to be funny. It's just you. Yeah, but like you, didn't you, get you to just the funny part. you just went down to like the depth. Like, why do we care about someone who's already? It's like the whole trolley problem. Should we care about an old lady getting run over by a train or a newborn baby? Which is more important? When you really think about it, the old lady's gonna die sooner or later. You know. Mm-hmm. So why not give the baby a chance? Right. You know. <laughs> This is, this is where we're at, dog. I'm trying to, I'm trying to move I us away from deep depression. When I had this conversation with someone else, it was funny. It, I think it landed Maybe. seriously for you. But I was laughing when I was like, dude, people are dying all the time. Who gives a crap about the queen? Uh, the, I'm just trying to save us from a sad... Maybe it's because you respect me too much. Huh? So when the words come out of my mouth, they're not like a degenerate. No, but also like, it's the, like a no, sometimes like a the tone person. you say something like that, for example, like the death, whatever. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your tone... Is like a like a like a sadder, more like like a respectful tone. Yeah, and I'm like, dog, we're not trying to get sad here. Like, let me stop mm, you. Mm. If you were like, yeah, we, she died, bro. <laughs> you know, like at a different tone. Oh yeah. Like a like a Chad tone. I Maybe I wouldn't have stopped you, but you seem like. And then she died, and therefore we must be sad. It seemed a little more. I just I just find sorrow, that ironic. Sad was so somber. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, yeah, that's a good. It word seemed for it. more somber, and I'm like. We ain't trying to get sad, bro. Hey, man, listen. It's not that time of day Sometimes yet. we gotta get sad. Uh, Sometimes we gotta get deep. And then we bro. come right back out of it. That's life, Ibrahim. Life is cyclical. And then here we are, right back out of it. Buy my book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and my free online class. Mm. And my tutoring session. Okay. And, and my OnlyFans. Relax. Oh. Anyway. What? Uh, yeah, Queen's gone. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> good segue. Very good segue. Yeah, I think a better thing is like an update for where we've been at because uh, the last episodes have so far been either like pre-recorded or like a big topic about what we've been doing for summer. Um, but, but now we're out of summer. Yeah, right now we're in class, and I guess that's why some stuff has been a little delayed. Apologize for that. Of course, uh, obviously. But um, you know, we're at a new college now, uh, and it's not better. But it's not worse. But it's not worse. We went from a community college to a university now. We both transferred. Yeah. So it's like, it stepped up a little bit because, you know, university has a bigger feeling to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's it's kind of it, it's, it's kind of like when we were in high school and they told us what college would be like when we got to our community college. It like, you know. Yeah. And then when we got here, it was not any different. Like, it, you really don't feel any difference, especially because everybody is still going through the same problems. Um, it's just more people. Yeah, it's just more people and more expensive. Yeah, that's it. I will say a good thing about it is that at the university that we go to now, I get to, I know a lot of people on campus already because of, like, high school and other stuff uh, in life. So I do have, like, a good establishment of friends there but at our community college it was the same thing we also knew a bunch of people who went there uh so i also knew a bunch of people going in i wasn't super alone and yeah also, i know people there i just don't go talk to them 
I think Priya or somebody was telling me this, but um, I, I forget who someone said that I have like this energy of like people want to talk to me and I don't understand that. I don't feel that. But everybody who I'm around keeps telling me that I attract people to me because on campus I'm making friends like a lot. Mm-hmm. You are. And apparently that's not the average person's experience. The average person's experience is that they just go to class and come back and nothing happens for them. But I, I, when I talk to these people, they also seem like they want to make friends and seem like they want to talk. So it, it kind of like boggles my mind. Like where's the disconnect that people, certain people are getting friends, certain people aren't getting friends. Um, so that was just one new thing for me, I guess, because we haven't had to do this kind of thing since high school. You know, after like first, second year, we yeah. kind of knew everybody and, and knew everything. Like our, yeah, our high school in specific was weird just because <clears throat> first it's like a smaller class size. And then we... Due to the smaller class size, you get to know people better. You know, get to like get closer. Blah blah. blah. Nobody comes in uh, after like your first after freshman year, so it's kind of like you're stuck with the same people. So you get closer. Exactly. Um, when you get to like college or even like a normal high school, a normal like middle school, bro, there's a lot more people, um, different classes every year or stuff like that. So it's like you won't talk to everyone. You talk to people in class because you're spending a year with them, but like. Next year, different schedule, different people, different classes, blah, 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 blah. When you're in college, that's kind of the vibe, I think. It's kind of like a lot more people. You're also now an adult. You're just trying to go to class, get over with, go back home because it's depressing and you hate school and you're trying to get out. And in high school and middle school, you're, you got to be there. Like you're not, you haven't graduated yet. In well, college, you can just take a gap here and be like, I'm out. Well, things in, in this college in specific are so weird because like, I mean, you know, from seeing the campus, it's very clicky, yeah. right? There's groups of people. But even in that, like, of the various groups of people I know, there are, like, the ways that people operate. There are the people who come to campus to hang out, not just to do school, right? Like, they would come on a, on a Saturday or Sunday, like today. They're weird. Or there are the people who are just commuter students who just get in, get out. That's me. Right? Um, and there's a bunch of stuff in between. And I find that very interesting because, like, I don't know what I am. I just do whatever my friends want to do or whatever I want to do in the moment. There you go. But that's, that's 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 what you are. <laughs> it, I, so I'm flexible, but it no, feels no. like... It's it's the other thing. It's like you, you do what your friends are doing, which means you go there to go to class and hang out with friends versus you just go there to go to class and go home. But there are days that I just go to class and go home. Are your friends on campus? Yeah. Yeah, like this Friday when I had my uh, mechanical engineering class. Uh, my friend was like, hey, text me when you're on campus. But I just completely forgot. And then mm. I just went to class and came back home. But um, that's what I mean. Like, I, I, I do both. Especially at community college, I really just went to class, came back, went to class, came back. Even though I knew people and I saw people on the way. But so it, I see these attitudes, right? So there's a varying amount of what people like to do. But then when you talk to them, it all seems like, oh, yeah, I don't have friends. Or I don't have this. or So, like, at the end of the day, nobody feels like they know anyone. Yeah. Maybe that is also just the effect of it being a much larger campus. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think maybe like the large campus idea and it's not exactly what you hear about like in movies and like you go to parties and all this stuff because this type of college isn't like a lot of parties. It's just like... Lame parties. Yeah. It's a lot more educational. Um, also like you go to class, like you're, you're just, I don't know what the word is for. It's like you just go to class, you just want to finish this class out. And leave. If someone comes up to you and talks to you, you're down to talk to them. But you also don't want to put out that effort. Do you, I've, do I've we... met people. I just don't. I never walk up and put in effort. Really? Yeah. Like the group of like my group mates for class, right? I talk to them way more now. But it's because we were put in a group to talk. 
and to do an assignment or whatever. That's the only reason I talked to them. The other day was the first time I met I met them in class because we had online class for the first like three weeks. I walked in, I sat down, and then all of them came and sat down where I was sitting, like in that group. They're like walked in, like, oh, you know, you walk into class. Do I know anyone here? Like, is my friends in this class? Right. Oh, here they are. I'll go talk, sit with them. That's exactly what happened. Hmm. And they're like, oh hey, bring them. Like, oh hey, what's up, guys? Hey, Paul. That's it. Like, I would. I don't have. I don't do that for all my other classes. I walk in, find a seat, sit down. I don't see, look for anyone. But the thing is, whenever I meet people like that that I know I'm not going to see again, I really don't like invest. I I just do what I need to do and I forget about it because it's like that high school thing we used to talk about. You know, you're not going to see them again. So like, or you know that there are certain people you won't talk to ever again. So like, yeah, why not? I mean, yeah. The way the way I'm making friends at least on campus is it doesn't seem either way. Like it doesn't seem like hey I only know you because you're in my class right now. Next semester it'll change. It might just be like, I don't know, I, I I don't really think that hard when I meet people these days. I just talk to them, and I'm excited that somebody else wants to communicate with me, and then I kind of just, you know, either it's help with class or just acquaintance, and um, like that thing I was mentioning earlier, right, I didn't believe it, right? I didn't, I was like, I'm just talking to people. It can't be that I'm doing something special or like I am special, Yeah. but then I went to my that met class on Friday, right? And uh, all class, it was just me and this other kid that uh, I became friends with and, and this other guy. So me and two other guys that I uh, – this is also like, you know, just a random friendship that I, I was able to make. So I acknowledge that, right? But it was just us two for a little while or us three. Then all of a sudden, an hour and 45 minutes of class goes by. Everyone is struggling. And then one of the parts of the, uh, like, prompt for our uh, activity that day was mm-hmm. you need to go, like, get – Feedback from someone. Right. But we're working in, like, computer labs, right? We're not, like, talking to people. It's just rows of computers and people catting. So I talk to my friends around me, but that's it. But then I see this, like, one girl over there, and I'm like, eh, why not? I don't want to ask the same guys I've been talking to. Again, when I have effort energy, it's easy. The world's over. It's easy. What's the word? The word is, uh, the, 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 the world is your... The world is my something? Yeah, what's that my, word? What's that, what's that saying? Uh, The world is my oyster. The world yeah. is my oyster. Well, that, that sounds something. That like more that, right? refers to like conquering uh, the world. I don't know love and stuff, but I guess I don't know. Whatever. But uh-huh. you're, I get what you're saying. So yeah. I had effort energy. I walked up to this girl and I was like, "Hey, um, your design looks really cool. I was wondering if you could give me some feedback on mine as well because I definitely need it." And then all of a sudden we start talking. She's and then she super goes, "No, cool, I don't like you. Please which, leave. I have a boyfriend." That's also another thing. <laughs> that's also another thing that. And she mentioned it while we were talking, and she was saying that you can immediately tell from somebody if they just want to get over with whatever you're asking them, versus like if they genuinely want to talk. And she immediately wanted to talk, and she it was like so cool because at this campus, like you know the type of people, it's either like nerdy guys who are shut-ins and don't talk, mm-hmm. or it's just people who are like really weird. So I didn't know what I was expecting, don't know whenever I usually talk to people, but when I talked to her, and she was just like super chill, I was like, whoa. That's crazy. And then she started talking. We started talking. I found out she was in some of my classes. Uh, we were like, hey, let's swap numbers. As we were doing that, and I oh. walked over to my computer to show her my CAD, three other students walked up to us. And they were like, oh, you're in this class. Oh, you're doing this thing. And then we started talking. And then after that, two more students walked up to us from there. And they were like, oh, you guys I'm are doing that you, bro, thing. You guys are talking about that thing. And I was like, yeah, get over someone here. Someone just needs to start it. That's why I'm like, the people I talk to now is because my teacher put me in a group. If and someone just starts that lights that spark yeah then someone will start talking well that's exactly what she said i was like you know usually people don't like talking here and she was like she was like i'm really glad you came up to me because i'm the kind of person who can't start it 
See, yeah, yeah. But I can, I love talking to people. It's just I'm bad at starting things. I'm new here. I'm a transfer. And I was like, oh, I'm a transfer. And it'll be fun. Again, people who were transfers started coming and talking to us and all this stuff. And all of a sudden, we had like this huge group of kids. Yeah. We were just standing around my computer. And we were all laughing and discussing and talking. We made a group meet. We did all the college stuff. One day. I think if Three weeks of quiet class. One day. Yeah, yeah. I think if you're coming in, um, you're transferring, for example, or you're starting college alone. Like you don't have like friends. Like for example, me and you and Amar all go to the college now together at this point. So we can be like, hey, anybody want to go get like Dutch or Starbucks or food or something? We can like call it upon each other. We know each other's schedules. But if you're going in alone, you most likely will not talk to anyone new unless you're like an outgoing person. You're just going <laughs> to go to class. What? <laughs> 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 you're just going to go to class and like just deal with whatever happens, right? Yeah. But you're not going to go talk to anyone new. You're just going to be like, oh, whatever, class, class. That's what I do. I just go to class. If someone talks to me, I'll talk to them. No one's going to put out that like that no one's gonna go try first and that's what i, I find weird because it's it's so like everyone's living the same life some that yeah which is exactly what i said yeah everybody's still going through the same thing no matter yeah. who what kind of social thing you have and also everybody is like a dormant egg of a different type of person right and you just never know what you're gonna get you never know when you open that easter egg what you're gonna get when i started talking to my team uh what's it called like a little while ago before we started our project this isn't like to like gas myself up or like to be like egotistical or whatever but <laughs> i was talking to them and it's a group of girls uh, and i started talking blah, blah blah and i can see in their faces like they're really like captivated by the bs that i'm talking about for my for our project and eventually they started like telling me to go talk to like, the teacher if i had questions go do this i'm like guys why don't you just go do this they're like oh you're, you're better at this stuff so i started realizing that they wanted me to go do more of like the conversation because I guess, like, I just had more talking power or something, like... Uh, Academy kid. Yeah, I was like, guys, we can all have to go talk to her together, like, it's it's fine, don't worry about it, like, oh, but, like, you know what you're talking about. And then my other class, we have, like, a discussion group just randomly every now and then. I would be like, hey, guys, what's... What are we talking about? I don't know, anybody know the uh, answer to this question? Um, well, actually, when you think about it, and then they start opening up, so I'm like, guys, just, just help me out here, just... Open up a little more. I don't want to do all the work, please. I'm just oh, trying yeah. to be here for class and leave. Same now thing. I have to. In my physics lab, we have like a group of people who, again, I'm just miraculous. I can acknowledge it, okay? I know that it's weird. I miraculously just mm-hmm. made friends with like five people and now we all talk. And then when we were all working and like doing our group assignment and I'm the one who's always raising my hand to talk to the professor. I'm the one asking questions. I'm the one who walks to other groups to ask them, like, you know, cross yeah. compare. I, after class, like... I walked up to my friends and I was like, hey, I'm really sorry, guys. Like, I'm so, like, like pushy. Like, I'm always talking and everything. And they were like, no. Please do we it. Lo- yeah, they were like, please do it. We love it because you're so much more extroverted. We can't do that. And I was like, half of me was like, should I f- push these people to grow as human beings and try to be better? Or do I just take the compliment and acknowledge the fact that I can do these things and they're better at other stuff? At the end of the day, I was just like, thank you. But I really was thinking about that all day. I was like, should I be doing all the work like should i be the one yeah, doing all this stuff just because they're like quote unquote incapable but no same same exact thing and yeah. a lot of our friends who went to our high school are having the same experience if they were even an, at all remotely yeah. outgoing they're the ones that are even if they're normally introverted compared to others they're the ones yeah. putting their foot like, in the door in class i didn't want to do that I, I don't oh i know you don't i don't want to do talk that. to like new people like i just i just not that i don't care it's just like i don't have like the not the drive what's the word i'm looking for the, the intent or intent. the purpose to go talk to anyone new like i'm just Content my life where I am right now. I listen to music uh, and I just take class notes, whatever. But me, like, I have to do it at this point because my group's not going to go talk to the professor. And I'm like, guys, like, 
go ask like one of the girls is like, hey, we have like we should go ask the professor. I'm like, yeah, okay, go go for it. And I just kind of sat there, like I wrote one more thing in my notebook, and I kind of just sat there. I'm like, do you guys want me to go ask the professor? Yes, please. Okay. I'm like, but guys, I don't want I don't want to do this. Like, I'm I'm an introvert as well. I understand. Okay, mm-hmm. we're all out here, but because mm-hmm. they've seen me do it once, they're like, yeah, just. You're, you're the extrovert for our group. You, I'm, you I'm, go do this. I'm trying to ride that fine line of being able to do effective stuff in the class versus yeah. being relied on so much. Where, like, you, what if you just wanted to chill that day and then all of a sudden they're like, hey, hey go do the thing. And yeah. They're like, oh, but I don't want to do the thing. Like, we have to, for our one of my classes, like, we have to, like, talk about our group discussion or whatever and then present what we came up with for the answers. And this guy, like, he's answered all the questions. Like, he knows what's going on. He's more in tune in this class than I am, bro. I'm listening to music and watching TikToks on my phone secretly. He's like, yeah, okay. We took all the notes. He's like, all right, who's gonna present? Well, you, you just, you know all the answers. Like, you should talk. You know better than we do. But yeah, but I don't really want to. Are you like, like, scared to? Like, his, his, he's a nice teacher, bro. He doesn't care if you get something wrong. He'll actually ask you. Oh, why do you think that? Oh, you know, it's a good teacher. Yeah, no, I ended up talking, and I'm like, dude. Why am I, you? You know way more than I do in this class. Yeah. You should be the one talking. He's like, oh. Yeah, I don't want to. And the group was seven people. And I was the one talking in the end, even though the other guy knew way more. I was like, dude, I, I don't know what I'm saying. Like, that's do, an issue. Do you remember when we were younger in high school and that same phenomena happened where everybody would do their own thing? But on presentation day, there was one person. One person I would carry. Who was carrying that present. Even yeah. though the others probably did work, maybe, maybe not. There was always that one person. For a lot of my groups, like, no offense to other people, like, I was I was the one Me too. carrying. I'm like, yeah. so according to our research here, like, mm-hmm. I just... Bro, I don't. You know more. Dog. I, I got Go to this point talk. in high You're school fine. and in college where I, like, on a, again, super like type A. Like, I don't really care anymore. So right. now I just go, hey, what is your strength? And if they don't say public speaking or any sort of presentation, I'm like, all right, I got it. And I'm like, hey, but you better do the other thing that you are good at because I'm not gonna do it for you. Yeah, I have a presentation coming up soon with my the same group, and I'm I'm I've read all these people now. I'm psychologically in their minds, rent free. And I just know that, like, two of my group members are not going to talk as much. The other girl should probably talk, but, like, only her part because she knows only her part. Mm-hmm. The other two know their parts, probably will not talk. So that means I have to pick up their parts and my parts. And I'm like, how do I condition them to talk? Hmm. How do I push them? How do I get in their heads and what talk? What buttons? Because I don't want to do all of their work. Granted, they did all the essay, and I should be doing all the presentation because I'm probably the only one who can speak publicly but hmm yeah exactly why mentally get them to speak and like, I, I don't know if i was in a group with somebody and i'm like hey man you guys don't want to talk that's fine but you better make a good powerpoint presentation yeah and i'm like you guys need to make it good because i'm doing all this work and if they don't do that then i have to go oh, I roll my eyes what's funny is pull my sleeves up whip out my own yeah, yeah. <clears throat> google shapes skills what, what's funny was one of the girls i was talking like oh have you guys ever you know um Given presentations, you guys know the category of presentation. Just kind of like a nice question, like because they were worried about one of the parts. Like, have you guys ever done like a group presentation stuff like this? Okay, yeah, it's easy, bro. This is going to be easy. Five minutes of presentation, not even a problem. But I know in the back of my head, due to me always having to go talk to the professor and other teams, they're not gonna have it. Like, they're gonna have an issue. Yeah. You have one person who presents where their presentation feels like five minutes, but it was twenty minutes, but they made it feel like. Solid. Yeah. Then you have the other type of person who every second feels like an aching, waking moment of their presentation. Yeah. They're reading off the slides. Or they're not even nervous, but like they're just doing it in such a cold and slow manner. And sitting through those is on 
obviously the worst. But when I give a presentation, I don't care how long it is. Like, you know how many times in high school they would say it has to be this X minutes long, right? Yeah. I would never pay attention because I would be doing my presentation so much that by the end they would just call a time, right? And I'd be like, okay, I'm, I mean, I can keep going. Any questions? But other people have the exact opposite problem. Where they're literally like inching for seconds. They're like, how do I squeeze yeah. one more? I also have that issue with, which I thought of actually recently was, for this presentation, we have to convince people. It's like persuasive presentation. I don't need like words on a slide. I've learned from like high school that we, I don't need words on a slide. I need a little bit, maybe a picture. I don't need note cards. I just know the topics. I can, you know, BS as I speak. My group's not going to be able to like keep up with that. Yeah, because that's like a a very like um intangible format yeah and they need something you don't need something to like anchor like yourself for one of my uh third year presentations all i had was pictures on my sideshow yeah and i was like kind of like ted talked it and i was like i saw the picture and i knew exactly what i was talking about i'm like yeah. oh this which is the ideal is... form of yeah, a TED blah, 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 that's blah. exactly what you're supposed to I do i know they can't do that all the stuff you have on weird. your presentation is supposed to be in aid to your speaking your speaking should not be the same thing as what's on the slides yeah which now, giving this presentation of three girls who don't really know how to like give presentations, I'm like, oh, I don't want to have a lot of words, but I also don't want to like dictate how we do the slideshow because I know we're going to get that. Hey, I will oh, tell you, God. though, I've talked to professors after giving my presentation and yours and our style, just even if there's one person in the group who does that, who doesn't read off the, paper, the slides or who is yeah. a little more fluid, that one person enough will make you stand out in their professor's eyes. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, thank God. It's a breath Someone of fresh air. Yeah, yeah, it's like nuts versus they're typically traditionally grading everybody the way they usually do their stuff. What's crazy is for, I think, three of my four classes, we, all, we have to give presentations either in a group or by ourselves to prepare us for the real world, quote unquote. Oh, lovely. and. Bro, I already have presentations from like senior year that I'm going to use because I don't want to make a whole new presentation. I'm going to walk up there and be like, <clears throat> good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Today, my name, uh, we're going to talk about this, this, and this. My name is Yabriel Nemrosi, and let's begin. And then I'm just going like, to start talking, and everyone's going to be like, wow, so smart. I'm like, dog. <laughs> I gave this in like third grade. I don't know what we're talking about here. Oh, yeah. I don't remember any of the research. You can't ask me questions. I'm going to be as it. But everyone else is going to be like, um, Hello, good morning. And I'm not, I'm not trying to like make fun of them, but it's just like the the, the difference oh, do, is crazy. Do you remember the feeling? Everybody listening will probably know as well because you've probably been in a group project. When the presentation starts, the talkiest person talks first and they say, Hi, welcome to the presentation. My name is blah, blah, blah. And you have to make a decision. Do you, you read say, everyone else? My teammates, blah, blah, blah. Or do you say, and this is my team and then hope that they all go, my name is, my name is, my yeah. name. Every presentation I've ever been in, I... Tell them up front. I'm like, that's the corniest thing. I don't want you guys saying your names. It's not that I don't want you guys to talk. It's that it's just corny as hell. I have to go figure that out. So someone decide, do you want me to say all your names? Or do you want someone to do the introduction so that I will do majority of the other speaking? Because yeah. we're not going to be like Power Rangers like, I'm Maria. Bro, I'm Joseph. That's just cringe. My professor expects us to introduce everyone else. Like, like my name is Ibrahim. Someone. This is Assad. This is Bob. This is Charlie. That's not bad. Fine. But like... We don't do that that often. Like, I feel like that's just cringy. You know what I mean? I think it's more cringe when each person does it themselves because, like, then you have to wait. Or if they're nervous, then you, they sound dramatically different from the person next to Bro, them. Bro, our episode is, hi, my name is Asad. Hi, my name is Ibrahim. Yeah, but the way that we do it is different because it's a show. I guess. And also, it's not, um, whatchamacallit, I don't know. It's like, it's like... It's, it's more natural if people who you're hanging out with introduce themselves. But especially if their nerves don't match yours, oh, it's... It's the most, like, standout. If everybody was as confident as you and I, then I wouldn't mind. 
right? If I looked at them, they knew their beat, and then we go, yeah, and I'm Ibrahim, and I'm Assad. Doesn't matter. When we do our intros, I love that part. But when I give my group project, I literally have to like, you know, gesture, turn my body towards them and then look at them, smile. And then they're going, oh, uh, yeah, and my name is Joseph. And then I'm like, oh, come on. I'm man. trying to picture loose. in my head like how our presentation would go mm-hmm. if I would have to like. Oh, with your group right now? Like with my group right now, the three other girls. If I have to like introduce them or not. Because like. You have to ask them. Ask them honestly what yeah, their preference is. Because. Because if, if they have weird. the ability to squeeze enough confidence out to make a very like succinct introduction, then good on them. Then then they can do that. They should do that. But if they can't, then, you know, it, there's no point in making them nervously shake out like, oh, my name is Sarah. No, might as well get them out just because they have to present a whole other uh, They're probably worried about everything. They don't, you're not going to change much or grow much in, in the presentation. You need to give but, lots of presentations like we did to like trick your mind mid-presentation. Once you start, that's the state that you'll be until you But, end. like, I've done this thing where in middle school we had to give a lot of presentations at Avid. And I, this is always, isn't always true. But I would tell the person who's most nervous to say their name in the presentation at the beginning, which essentially just allows their body to freak out for that minute that's, like, their name. Hello, my name is Bob. And until their slide comes up. That's also smart. I used which to, I, I used to do that. It doesn't always work. Because, the, because their body BS will then be like... That. This is the worst. I, I've now introduced myself. Everyone was staring at me for a solid yeah. five seconds. And now everyone knows where I am. I'm I am freaking it. out. I'm freaking out. And, and we, here's my we, part. We talked about this a long time ago. The worst part, at least for you and I in presentations, is just starting. But once you start, like... Yeah, you just run. Then you're just running. You're, once, like, it's like when you're like landing on a parachute, if you've ever been paragliding or like trying to jump off a skateboard. The, the first thing is just making sure your feet set. But then the moment you're running a little bit, you catch your momentum. Then it's all about just going at your own pace. I also have a girl in my uh, group that doesn't speak like amazing English because mm-hmm. she's like a transfer student or something, uh, exchange student. And I'm trying to figure out like how to work with that. Yeah, yeah, that's also another. Because like talking challenge. to me, I've understood her. Now I've worked with her for a little bit. I understand what she's saying. Whenever she has questions, talking about whatever, I've understood like how she speaks. But then everyone else who like doesn't know her too well, some of my groupmates still don't understand fully what she says. I'm like, how do I break this down? You know what's cool? That? I had this I had this um, Hispanic girl in one of my engineering classes in like first year, I think, college. And she was like really straight up. And I, you know, I was trying to be nice, polite, and PC, you know, trying to like work yeah. around it. But then she was straight up like, no, my English is bad. You need to correct me. She was because she because she's talking about technical stuff in her part. Yeah. And she was like, I you need to teach me how to say these words. I don't I don't want them to sound like accented. It doesn't matter to me. So then I would like be like telling her, no, your M is like this or your K is like, and I feel really bad. Yeah. yeah. But she was like, no, I'm I need not... this. Like, please help me with this. And I was like, all right, yeah. Yeah. When we were we were read, uh, writing our essay, I was sitting next to her, and she's like, hey, can you read my part to make sure like the, it sounds good. And I'm reading her essay, and I'm like, God, bro, she writes better than I do. Like, dang, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, it's good, but this qu- sentence, you might need to, like, restate a little bit because you might get confused. You're jumping topics here. And she starts talking, and I'm like, her English is, like, I don't want to say broken because I feel like that's rude, but, like, it's not amazing. But I'm like, you write amazingly, which is, first of all, very interesting. Like, English speaking is not amazing, but writing is amazing, first of all, crazy. And then... As, like, I'm talking to her and I'm understanding what she's saying, even though it's, like, a little, like, chunky here and there, my groupmates, they're not understanding. Like, they're looking at me like, how are you speaking? Like, Oh, really? They don't catch it? They're not catching it. Like, anytime she says something to, like, one of the other girls, hey, did you do the beginning part? But she has a really strong, like, Chinese accent because she's Chinese. 
I'll be like, oh yeah, did you finish the first part? Like I'll I'll restate what she's saying, but in like a different way. Like, did you did you do your first part? Did you finish the what you had to do? Mm. So I kind of do that so they can pick it up, and then they they slowly start picking up little things. Bro, I don't know this whole no, no, project. It's an interesting challenge. The to whole deal project. With. I have I haven't really done a lot for the essay, but I'm just enjoying this little like. It's it's a it's English a nice thing. like sitcom dynamic, yeah, like, like hey, interesting spice to the day. It's just, we were walking in the hallway. And she goes, "Oh yeah, I think we need to submit it by like midnight." This is obviously not broken English, but you know what I mean. Like I'm, the, the idea, and I just I'm I'm walking, and the other girl is standing next to me. She's kind of like like eyeing me, like hey, what she say? <laughs> Translate, please. Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, no, I think we do have to submit it by tonight midnight. I'll just restate it, which feels weird because I'm restating what she's saying. But the other girl, who like the Chinese girl, she doesn't even think about it. I mean, I, she doesn't th- like realize that I'm restating what she's. That's saying. something that I also like, like pride so much. Like those those folks who have to deal with not only like the verbal challenge of presenting, but also the, the minute problem of their sounds. That and and they still kick. Usually, they give the best presentation. Yeah, bro. I read her, and essay. I think that's amazing. They push through all that. I read her a really essay, good and thing. I was like, bro. Yeah, write the whole essay, dog. Like this is amazing. Do you remember when you came from Egypt and your English was broken? That how your writing was versus like dog, how your actual English was. I could remember what the word kite was in, in English. Mm-hmm. Like so it was both broken. of them were pretty. I was in ESL for like two years, mm-hmm. which is first of all weird because I was American, but whatever. But then you left. And you yeah, then I left and came back, and it was just weird. I broke in English. So yeah, it was, yeah. but like her English was amazing, and she was like, "Yeah, I write a lot of essays." Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, really? She goes, yeah, look, this is another essay that I wrote. And it would be like a five-page essay with a whole other doc just for all of her re- references and, like, citations. And I'm like, dude, like, she knows, like, she's doing better English than I am. And then her, um, her like, texting for all of her friends and, like, people and her labels on, like, Google's all in, like, Chinese. But she'll write in English. She'll type wow. out a whole essay in English. I'm like, how? Am I stupid or something? Like, are you? How did you learn this over? I don't want to ask her because I feel like that's weird. But like, I don't be like, hey, how do you write so good? <laughs> like, this is crazy to me. Yeah, see, that's an interesting thing because if it was a person who was just like you know, same uh, speaking level as me, but like like you, for example, right? When you ever ask me like, yo, why is your writing like this? Yeah. There's no like, I don't take it a certain way. But then if you ask someone who has a, you know, usually people who are accented or have like th- those kinds of. Um, uh, challenges they honestly are more like yeah I, I did it i just figured it like they don't take it like oh you, yeah. you thought my writing was supposed to be bad and they're they're honestly like the coolest they're yeah. the sweetest to hang around with i'm like this this sounds really good and she uses like like smart tone you know when you write and uh then the uh research began like this we conducted the research at a pace of phenomenally like i'm like dang dude all right bop bop queen super bop, educated like, sounding she sounded so smart and then super. you go to my part and it's like <laughs> stupid a dunger, a yeah. and I, we started the research but like her sounds so amazing and elegant mm-hmm. and she's fixing a part but she's googling like how to do like something in apa and i'm looking at her like just glance over her laptop it's all in chinese and then she'll turn like the subtitles of the video in chinese and i'm like bro i she knows something I don't like. I don't know how to deal with this world. <laughs> yeah, no colleges. It's a. It's an interesting. It's a very different dynamic from community college, and I'm very interested. It's like a like I was saying earlier. It's a little spice to the day. A little fun thing to do. Yeah. To have to interact. One of the in that mech class. One of the girls who I was talking to in that big group of folks. She said something that interested me because I'd never heard it said 
before in high school, I guess, because we were never transparent enough with each other or we were very. Mm-hmm. And in earlier college, because no one wanted to talk to each other. True. But she said, I don't know if you guys like do hanging out, but like, do you guys want to like meet up, you know, in between classes or something? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> of course. But then everybody else was also like, uh, and then some people were like, yeah, of course. Like there was a mixture of people who were like, yes, this is the default. And other people who were like, oh, I'm going to have to emotionally weigh this in my heart and then get back to you on the amount of in, uh, uh, dedication it takes from my brain power, you know? The weirdest part, one of the, one of the weirdest things that happened was the first time we met with my group, we were like, oh, let's go to this different building. Let's just go in my car. And that might not be weird, but I'm like, you just met me. You already want me. Like, you're fine driving me around to like different. Granted, it's only like a, it's a different building, but like, you're just fine with all this stuff. Like. You're just completely fine. I thought we were all going to take different cars. Let's go. F it. Like, I'm down. And let's go all in the same car. And she goes, she goes, oh, sorry for the mess. Let me just move the stuff. Like, my one bag. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a mess. Oh, oh. sorry for the mess. Let me move my bag. Like, first of all, you are way too comfortable. Like, you just, yeah, go in my car. Never mind. No, yeah. One of my, one of my friends on campus, he had a group. And in his group, when they had their first day of meet, one of the girls or guys was like, hey, y'all want to go to my apartment at work? And he, when he told me that, me and him were both like, what? Huh? Like not me, just like that. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. I cool. mean, that's cool, but like, oh. it's weird. I, it's it, it's I like guess. a weird amount of like, I guess when you're used to people being so skittish all the time, and when people are just like forward and very yeah open about stuff, it's kind of like a, a weird breath of fresh air. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm down. Yeah, I don't mind. Like, I guess, yeah. Save, yeah. save gas, live live better. Oh, do you want me to drop you off your car? Oh, okay, I'll drop you off your car. See, it's <laughs> weird because like you know, me and you are those outgoing people. You obviously don't talk to people, and and I do, but. In those cases, you and I are both, like, put off by it. Yeah. Right? And I know I've been in those situations where I feel like either, A, I'm the one who extended, and I'm like, how are you so trusting? Or I'm the one who's accepting, and I'm like, how are you so trusting? And even though I don't feel in danger, there's still, like, a weird, like, guard, I guess. Maybe this is pandemic stuff or something about mixing social things in college and stuff. But, like, the idea that... I guess we are so used to people on campus being depressed and not wanting to talk to people. And then when people extend that hand or they, they, they act, you know, nicely, then you're like, whoa, this I was, is weird. I was walking with one of the girls to, her, like, to the parking lot after class. It was at, like, 9.45, 10. We're walking in the middle of the dark to, like, the parking lot. And I just parked in, the, in green, top of the parking structure, whatever. So we're both walking in the same direction. And we're just hanging out and talking. I'm like... Okay, first of all, like, I'm fine with all this, but I've met with you three times for, like, an hour, an hour and a half. Like, you're just, she's just talking, so, like, chill out, like, we're best friends for, like, a year now. And I'm like, I have no issue with this, but this, it seems just a little interesting to me. You know that feeling? I don't know. When you come home from a long day, and the moment your face hits the pillow, your body, like, the relaxation, it feels to drop the weight that it's been carrying. Yeah. I feel like people are like that sometimes where when they're in an environment where everybody's looking down or everybody's looking away from each other and no one's talking, but then they meet like one person who they can talk with automatically they rest their head on them and they just let all their weight go. And they're like, Oh yes, I can do all these normal human things that yeah. I'm used to doing. I, that might be, that honestly sounds like a, the something from a pandemic situation. Maybe, but, uh, but we've been out know. of the pandemic for how long now? But it's, it's stunted people. Like it, it's stuck with people. I guess I can, I can see it in the way at least certain people act that it's definitely like uh, a byproduct of the pandemic 
that they uh, they have tendencies that they can't shake. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, bro. It was weird. Like, it's just life is weird. I don't. I want to be an introvert. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, other than school, I guess. Uh, oh, Iowa 16 came out. I was really excited about that. That was really cool. Honestly, um, doesn't seem too big of a deal to me. But, everybody yeah. is either that they don't care at all or that they're really excited. Uh, I thought that it was really cool. Although, I don't think the iPhone 14 is really cool. I think it's pretty lame. Did you hear that Steve Jobs' daughter came out was like, iPhone 14 is just iPhone 13. Oh. And everyone was like, huh? <laughs> Miss is. Queen is speaking? It oh, is. shoot, bro. <laughs> okay, say more. I'm mm-hmm. listening. Yeah. The the big difference that I've seen online that people are saying is like the new CEO, he's more focused on making a very stable. Uh, what's that that class you had? It's it's that mm. not chain. HR management. Mm, like, a f- he's made he is very much trying to make a stable, oiled, well oiled machine of a business. Uh-huh. And Steve Jobs, on the other hand, was more focused on doing crazy innovative sometimes destructive sometimes revolutionary ideas so you can see that represented in the way that the innovations and the technology are now that you go from the 13 to the 14 all the cases still fit most of the technology is the same you only have like an e-sim a little bit better camera a little bit better battery life you know we we studied steve jobs and apple for like last week in a class for in my hr class interesting he was like uh it was very interesting conversation to be honest but he was like as soon as Steve Jobs rejoined Apple, first thing he did was he fired all the general managers in one day. And then he restructured the company to where it was um, like experts are of, for example, the camera, like the the expert lead expert, which I, I'm surprised is not labeled as a general manager. Like in R&D? I don't know what that is. Research and development? Yeah, essentially kind of, but like the expert of this is running that branch. Oh, and so he so made the only people experts, who knew the product yeah, was manage, not people who knew management. Yeah, yeah. Managing. So that's when it came to that's smart. what iPhone was that's it? Dang the smart. seven, whatever, like the second camera, whatever iPhone that was, the seven, whatever. Whenever the new camera came out, and then portrait sure. mode came out, the portrait mode idea was one like the, one of the experts' um, ideas, and it was a really big risk. And Steve Jobs was like, "Let's see what happens. I don't, whatever, bro." portrait mode but that portrait mode idea came from one of like the experts then it came from a general manager didn't come from steve jobs the only person who like um is labeled i guess as the general manager who covers every branch of the iphone is steve jobs everyone else just focuses on like i am camera i am the expert for camera i mean i'm the general expert for this. that structure is how you get product innovation yeah and so that's like we talked about apple for like the class was two hours and 45 minutes we talked about apple for like an hour and 35 yeah. And I just sat there, we're like, yeah, so the way Steve Jobs thought. And here's how the branch started. And so the, instead and of this, it happened like this. And this is why Apple went from almost bankrupt to multi-billion dollar company. And now we're at the point where we're literally like, oh, Apple finally did a thing that Android did. But they call it the Apple way. They're doing it the Apple way. Yeah. Like MKBHD and all his reviews would be like, they did the Android thing, but they did it in the Apple way. Yeah. And I find that's just, that's just so sad. Yeah, that like, an iPhone 14. That like Apple is so coveted that their their like competition is even if there is legit competition, they don't really need the imitation doesn't matter, nor does like keeping up with the market because people will just buy it. They're I'm kinda, just so inflated at that point. I'm kinda interested in thinking and asking if you know how it's like he fired all general managers, whatever, if that 
system that uh, Steve Jobs like started is still running. Just because I feel like if if you still have these like experts running the brand the the, the departments, maybe like it wouldn't still all look the same. Maybe there would be differences coming out because portrait mode was a crazy idea to come out with. No one had portrait mode on uh, what's it called on their phones yet. So if we still have this whole idea of just experts running the department, then why do we still have the same phones just copy and paste? Honestly, Tim, Tim Cook, the recent CEO, yeah. I don't think he did that because he, he's known from his previous jobs and also his management style right now is to be a, oh, a top-down something. Top, that's, well, um, he's known to have it structured to make the most money, not make the most product. Yeah, then, and that expert yeah. model is usually when you want to make the most product. Yeah. So he and I, I remember seeing somewhere where he he did get more business savvy people in those seats instead of engineers. Then you're probably in back seats. into general managers, yeah. which explains why the 13 and 14 don't have any change. Yeah. Imagine if you give Apple two years instead of one year to develop a phone. Nothing will change at this I, point. I think change. something dramatic would change because they would have more R and D time, uh, and they'd have to spend a lot less money, a lot less quickly. So they could distribute things a lot. Maybe, nicer. but if they're they're still in general like they're still just trying to make money, then maybe not as much. The whole thing is that if you have to wait two years, that means that you have to adapt two years ahead. Yeah. So instead of jumping one year like they usually do, they have to think a little further, which would mean maybe competition would inspire them to, like like that's what Steve Jobs did when he released the iPhone four. He jumped four generations ahead of iPhones, right? Yeah. Like he he did stuff in normal phone technology that people didn't expect for another ten years, but he did it just then. So maybe that jump is what Apple. I don't know. Honestly, I don't give Apple do whatever <laughs> you want. Like I'm, we're I, we're part of, we're feeding the corporate machine. I still have the the XR the ten. Yeah. So like, granted, I do want a new phone, and I and I'm one of those guys who's like, yeah, camera. I need a good camera, but the the 10R still works, bro. I'm still on I I'm on Same. iOS 16. Like it's, Same. it works. I have the 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 red 12, and this is probably the best phone I've ever had in my entire life. Like shape, like everything. The only thing I wish is that the battery life did not diminish as quickly. Yeah. And that the refresh rate and the chip were just a little faster, so it stayed smooth longer. Literally, I don't have a single complaint with the phone past that point. Like, it's I, got, the perfect... I got a couple complaints on my phone. I didn't even want yeah. the Pro because it didn't even matter. Everything else is perfect. Yeah. But I'm trying to get a new phone, but now they're like, <laughs> how much is the new phone? $99.99 for the Pro, $899 for the normal. And then the Plus versions are going to come out soon. So those are also like, they'll change up a little bit. It's like it goes from six point one inches in uh, diameter screen size to six point seven, so that's like a good amount. It's a pretty fat phone. You know how people go to like Turkey and like stuff like that to like get like uh, hair, uh, hair, hair extension stuff hair like extension. the male yeah, yeah. balding thing. Yeah, maybe we should just go to Turkey and like find new iPhones for cheap, yeah. <laughs> black market somewhere. That's I think expensive. when I do get my phone, because my dad is looking at some trade and stuff, I'm gonna just like no case it for a while and see how that goes. Oy. Because it's like. I don't know, man. Why would you get such a good phone and cover it up with a case? But also, I'm in here, bro. I don't know. It's all you. Well, like you I, will, I want to protect it, but at the same time, one. like oh, whenever somebody rolls in and they have their just normal iPhone with like, at home, I take off my case. Really? But I still feel scared. I mean, not like every day I go home and take off my case. If I want to take off my case, I'll only do it at home. I get too scared to go in public and drop it because I've, I've I've broken my phone many times. The only thing I'm afraid of is because I know I'm going to put a screen protector on there. Is that the glass back might crack? Yeah, that too. Now, also, now that it's glass back, that's just even worse. And like, I don't know if the the camera will get scratched because the notches or the the camera bump is so much bigger now. Um, 
so that might be a problem but they also i heard they put like a scratch resistant glass over the first layer of the glass of the the lens capo i'm gonna have to figure it out but oh. yeah like dude freaking your phone is gorgeous bro and also like all that thinness that you're buying from the iphone kind of is not really what you get when you put a case on it anyway so you you kind of you kind of out from your product in that point i dropped my phone uh, a couple months ago and now every now and then like if i drop it or hit it too hard or something it says my uh, sim card's, sim card's out mm-hmm. so i have to pop out my sim blow it put it back in reset my phone well, hey, nope. i have to do like nine times in the new phone you don't need a sim huh? you have an electric sim card so like it's not actually in the phone oh so it'll make it difficult to ch- change carriers but it makes it really easy to just have a sim card on your phone i guess yeah. literally they don't have the this, this slot in it anymore because i guess they wanted more space for more technology maybe um but but yeah I like, mean, it's not enough, that's not enough to i think honestly ibrahim what carrier do you have at&t at&t there might be like some pre-order deals because i know they're doing that before the iphones come out i know my trade-in is only a hundred a hundred and twenty dollars is it that's the worth of the phone or you pay 120 for the new phone no that's the worth for the phone which will drop the what nine ninety nine to? No, we should look whatever. at that a little bit more because I I, I've seen deals like from other friends of mine, my own. They'll say up to eight hundred dollars. That's the thing, up to. Well, no, no, yeah, you you have to choose your phone and they yeah, tell yeah. you. But my mom's phone is the ten, the the ten, like the the, the bigger one. What's the ten X. Yeah, like the ten X Pro or something, whatever the ten X R. No, this is the XR. Oh, so it's the... 10, uh, XS Pro or something like that. Whatever, like the, the new Pro one uh, for like the 10. Mm-hmm. And that one is maybe 200 but this one literally for AT&T, for Apple, drops at like 120 140 You guys go to Costco, right? Wherever. But do you guys have a Costco membership? Oh, yeah, yeah. They have a lot of good deals for phone stuff. Bro, I have done research, dog. I have done... We usually... We bought our phones from Sam's. We don't even go to like... Because Sam's has a little like AT and T booth thing. We majority of the time we go there instead of like the actual thing. Because mm. um, my phone, whenever I bought the ten, it was buy one get one free, quote unquote free. Um, so my parents got the expensive one, and I got the ten R, which was labeled as free. So like it's there's deals here and there, but to trade in and get a thousand dollar phone, this is a hundred twenty dollars at this point. Like it's I don't know. It's one hundred twenty dollars for sure. I've like, I've seen iPhone eights go for more, which is crazy because they're where, retail bro? value. That's what I'm saying. We need to like look at it and find where, it. bro. I call it cap, bro. Capery. Throw that. Throw that cap. You out. have to look. You have to look because they don't want just anybody being able to yeah, take but, these deals. So they really make the barrier to entry really listen, hard. Bro, if you send me the link for an eight hundred dollar <laughs> trade in phone, I'll do it. The deals that I'm seeing right now is that they take your trade-in phone, they equate it to a certain value, and typically yeah. they do it for the new phone value, not the old phone value, and they say that we'll we'll take this as credit, and then you just pay off the rest yeah. with a certain interest. I don't know about the interest part, but yeah, that's exactly if you the do whole... monthly payments. Yeah, that's the whole thing. That's my phone comes in as $120. But the, but the good thing is that people are they're valuing the phones a lot higher than what normal retail price is. Maybe, but every single time I do Apple, AT&T... Whatever other stuff, I always come up like a hundred. Like when I when I uh, went with my ten to get the twelve, same thing. By the time that the ten got to that point, it was only two hundred and fifty dollars, and the the twelve was like a thousand. Yeah. Right. But this twelve to the fourteen, again, still a two year difference. This is gonna pay off majority of that phone. This is a ten for a fourteen. No, no, that's what I'm saying. So I don't know how the scaling works because it's not the same. Yeah. No. No. 
So it might be different. I'm just saying there might be something crazy out there and it might come to. Trust me, buddy. I am trying to look. I want a cheap phone. I want an upgrade. Yeah. I've dropped this phone. I told the, whenever I broke my phone, I told the uh, Apple Genius Bar person that I got into a car crash. That's why my phone's cracked horribly. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm just a little. Oh, yeah, this is the Halloween one, right? This is when you dropped it on. Halloween one. Yeah. No, I I always think of that. Whenever anybody talks about dropping their phones, I think about Ibrahim wearing the sussest costume ever, just like running through the street and his phone falling out. Yeah, I gave it to Mac to put in her. backpack and i was like don't yeah just, just don't give me my phone this year just don't, don't let me see it don't let me see it'll ruin the night year. yeah uh other than that i think i don't know every many other any other updates nope well there is a tiktok thing that i did mention earlier slightly um that i think for the channel we're gonna try to upload shorts to both youtube shorts and tiktok um and just see how that goes take advantage of the randomness of that really crazy algorithm yeah and then hopefully see if that can uh, garner new viewers or anything so the moment that uh, we're fully live on all that stuff that we'll definitely let you know through the other social channels that we've got. Yeah. And then I guess the biggest live update, since Ibrahim, you're a little tired today, um, is that I got a cat. True. And man, I forget how having a pet in my life is because I, I, I think this is a very like Middle Eastern, brown people, Asian people thing. But having pets is always so much more significant hmm. than for normal American people. Yeah. Like, when you have a pet, it's either, like, a life-changing thing that aggravates your parents or a life-changing thing that makes everybody happy or it's something that everyone regrets. And um, it's been really fun for me. I, I usually have that problem because I'm dealing with my parents and what they have to say and, you know, stuff. But now that I'm older and I can take care of her, uh, my, my cat a little bit better, it's a lot... It's like all that stuff when I was a kid that I was stressed about that they would never, like, let go. It's a lot more calm now. And I just have this cool little friend that sometimes is annoying, but also is most of the time very cute and just runs around my room. You know how um, people say, psychologists also say that if your kid is, like, uh, special needs in any sort of way, like, if you give them a pet, it, like, works and, like, rubs off and, like, life is a little better. Really? Yeah. I haven't heard that. But it's, that, like, that it's like a companion. They can, like, uh, like my... Um, my my cousin uh, is Down syndrome, and they got him like a cat, and like he like loves the cat, best friends, blah blah blah. Um, the cat like they had like really good friends and like hang out and all that stuff. For Arabs and brown people, yeah, we we get pets, and that's our uh, support. That's our companionship. That's that's that. Whenever I had my cat, bro, best friends. <laughs> this is this is just because we're brown. It's it's how it works. This is our support companion cat. Yeah, it's, it's for our psychology. It's for our mental. I remember when I was a kid, the idea of getting a pet was like as essential as life itself. If I saw another animal that mm-hmm. someone owned, it was like an otherworldly experience just trying <laughs> to talk to them or communicate or pet them. And and the other part of that was that I could never communicate that with my parents and they would never want pets. Which, True. as an adult, I understand why they did. But back in the day, I was like, this is the worst thing you can do to me. I am so mad. I am so sad. Um, but then when you have to be the one shoveling the poop and all that stuff, you kind of realize you're like, okay, yeah, yeah maybe, maybe, maybe don't I don't want to do this all the time. Yeah. But I remember so much. Like, when I was a kid, I wanted a dog so badly that I would, like, watch the Pet 101 videos for all of the different breeds of dogs. And I came to the conclusion that Labradors and uh, German Shepherds were like the best home dogs. And I was like, hey, parents, this, like I gave them like a Google presentation, speaking of presentations. And I would be like, hey, X, Y, Z reasons why this dog is good. This is the budget. This is the financials. This is the poop situation. This is the, even though I didn't really do any of that stuff. But True. they would still be like, yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. And after my 10-minute presentation, like, yeah, yeah, no. 
Inshallah, inshallah. Yeah. Nah, maybe. You know, if God wills. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, let's go. Let's freaking go. Yeah. I got an inshallah, bro. Go let's pray go that night. Weekend. You're like, yo, homie. Yo, God. Let me, Slide listen, me. Listen. I just want a dog. All right, listen. <laughs> and um, I I love animals in general. I've never been the kind of guy, like, I know some some other friends that, like, their house is like a like a farm, kind of. Because there's animal stuff everywhere or, like, the floor or and I never really understood, like, why you want that many animals. So I'm not, like, that crazy. Like, you know, I yeah. don't want a bird here, a rat cage there, and then a squirrel, and then a ferret, and then a snake, and then, a, like, a bug cage. And then my big domestic animal, dog or cat. I'm more just like, hey, dog or cat. Yeah. And and honestly, at least right now, cats are, like, my favorite in general. Yeah, I prefer cats. I've had a bunch of cats before. Like, uh, let me think how many cats I've had four cats five cats like at different times all at once um and i had a one the longest i think that cat was a year and a half to two maybe the longest then we gave her to someone to cat sit while we went to egypt um when we came back from egypt we left the cat with them just because they were telling us that like the the family we gave it to had multiple cats they had like four cats or something and then we gave them cookie which was the cat and they had they grown with such a strong bond that taking them away would make the cat depressed, blah, blah, blah. So I never got my cat back. Uh, Actually? Never got they my just cat. said that it would hurt her too much and you just never got her back? My mom was like, oh, makes sense. Oh. My mom was a biology teacher, bro. She she knows that makes sense. Maybe she just didn't want the cat. So she was like, yeah, this is less responsibility for me. I mean, no, my mom loves cats. So like she, like she knows, my mom doesn't do any of this stuff. She knows, her, she got four kids. They'll do all this stuff for it. Um, and so like we, they kept that cat. But like while we had that cat, bro, if anybody talks crap about my cat, I'll drop kick you in the face. Like <laughs> that is my that is my companion. She comes and sleeps on my uh, my bed. You talk you talk anything about my cat, I'll drop kick you in the face. Hmm. And so I was like, yeah. But then I got like other cats. They didn't really stay with us for that long. I don't know why we got them. Essentially, one of them ran away. One of them we donated because I don't know. One of them died because it went outside or something. About cat something. Yeah, ran away. And then where Abraham lives, it's like very forested. Yeah, and so I was like, "Oh, yeah, she probably did." And we by get now. that problem in the uh, in the DFW. We got yeah. hella bobcats and coyotes. I was like, "Oh, she probably did by now." Oopsie. When um, I was when I was yeah. adopting my cat, um, the number one thing they said the number one killer of cats is cars, and then the number two is coyotes and bobcats. More yeah. bobcats because freaking dude, these cats are like so domestic that com- even though they freak us out with how feral they are, compared to real feral cats, bro, those guys are killing machines. Yeah, yeah. Like they're just really good at ending lives. Yeah, I don't know. I've I've wanted a dog, but then the whole religious conversation comes in, and then no dog. Yeah, yeah. I think in my life I've had three cats, including the one I have now, and then one dog, and then various other friends' animals just to like either hold or or watch or something. But uh, my first cat was uh, Alfred. And he was like a little brown tabby cat. He was very, very cute. Then we found out it was a she, but we don't talk about it. Shh, don't matter, don't so matter. So he had like worms or something. So then we had to like get him lots of medical treatment. And again, this is the point where my parents are like too much work. And then they yeah. were like, donate. He'll be in a better place. We were not able to take care of him and we'll give him to people who actually will. And now, thankfully, he's doing a lot better, I think. Uh, maybe, it's <laughs> I think. A, maybe it's like a farm scenario, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, then second cat was named Milo. 
and he was super cute again, then became a she. Did not know that. Uh, You're really bad at this. Uh, I don't really ask until I figure it out, and then the, the vet's like, oh, yeah, it's a she, by the way. And I'm like, huh? But, I mean, when they're spayed or stuff, they're basically, like, neutralized anyway. Everything is kind of reset. Out. Yeah, so. But, uh, so, Milo was really cute and really sweet, but she had some other problem as well. And because we let both Alfred and Milo out, one night she didn't come back for, like, four or five nights. And then we came back home, and she was, like, bleeding out in one of her closets. And I was like, oh, my God, how did she even get inside? And we mm-hmm. realized how she got inside. She came into, like, a crack in the door. And um, after that, we were just like, man, she is, like, really banged up, like, like really crazy. And then uh, divorce stuff with my parents, and things are crazy. And then eventually, okay, my parents were like, okay, yeah, can't handle it, donate. Um, and then dog also happened in between the divorce, which is a very bad idea. Yeah. Same kind of thing. Things were just too hot, too too crazy, especially financially. It was it was kind of rough. So then donated. But now, I'm on my my. This is my cat. Like I, yeah, my parents you're... have no say. This is like I mean, obviously it's in their house, but like, you know, I'm not gonna just get tired of it and throw it away. So donate. Her name is Kajol. She's a black cat. I honestly, I got a black cat to spite my mom because she's very superstitious. And then, mm. you know, she's like, you know, black cats have gin and stuff. And I was like, yeah, bet. And then I got a black cat. Um, you and had she's nightmares super recently. Super cute. Absolutely not. Actually, mm. I had a dream last night where I had randomly like seven cats and I was tearing my hair out. Like I was like so annoyed, but no nightmares, thankfully. Mm. Uh, although, funnily, the day I got her. Her name was Wednesday before we adopted her from her foster. I got her on a Wednesday. On that Wednesday, when I was driving her back home, Bird pooped on the car. Mm. Then when I got out of the car, oh, some guy's ladder, like in front of my my uh, house, someone was doing yard work, their ladder fell. And then I got into my house and got her into my room. And then somebody texted me that the word gajal in um in hindi has like the lucky number four associated and on like more eastern calendars the week starts on sunday so then four days after sunday is wednesday and i was like okay hmm, this is getting interesting but then nothing happened after that but she's adorable she's super sweet she's super sociable very nice i call Um, her jin yeah which is also a banger name yeah and i have actually i have a list because it's having a solid black cat, it just it is like lends itself to a lot of funny names and and, yeah. and people making up good like clever things. I mean, we're trying to find it. Black cat, interesting. Yeah, I kind of want a cat, but my dad now that he retires doesn't like cats. Oh really? So we're not allowed to have a cat. Well, what if you just like hide it? Yeah, no, no such thing as hiding in an airplane. Like in your room. No such thing as hiding in an airplane. Uh, this uh, might also be the situation where, like, that meme where, like, the dads never like the pet until they get the pet, and then they're like, oh. No, no, we we had Cookie when my dad would come visit, like, after his work, because he worked out of town. When he would come, like, he would, like, n- not enjoy the, the presence of Cookie. Aww. So we would have to, like, my dad's in the living room, okay, go put it, like, somewhere else. Or my dad would say yes to a cat if it was in the garage the whole time. Yeah, well, my dad also does not like cats. He's a more of a dog person himself. Yeah, so we're like, no. Nah. My dad doesn't even like animals. So some people, they call her Enderman, Void, Black Hole, Kage, which in Japanese means darkness, Slinky, because she's like super freaking wiggly like a noodle, <laughs> and then I guess now Jin. So she's, I'm adding, I have a list, ongoing list of names that I'm just going to keep updating with all the funny, funny things that people keep coming up to call her. Yeah, well, interesting. 
Yeah, pets Pets were like my lifeblood when I was a kid. Like there were like three things that if you remind me of while I was a kid, I wanted them so bad I got sad. Number one was having spider powers. Number two was getting a cat of any kind or like any dog or whatever, any pet. And then number three was like freedom related things. Like, you know, being a kid and wanting to drive or being a kid and wanting to go out with friends and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Uh, but pets were like literally that one where I don't know why, dude. I got so much dopamine just from like petting random people's animals. And I got so like involved in like connecting to animals that now as an adult, I understand the psychology is like completely different. So it's not the same. But like I would like stare deeply into like the eyes of cats and dogs. And I'd be like, what are you thinking? Tell me what's behind that little noggin of yours. Do you love me? <laughs> <laughs> cats are real. Cats don't love anyone. Now I'm more low-key. Now that you have a cat, you're low-key. Yeah, I showed Ibrahim that I, I trained my cat to follow my finger. And I was like, look at this magic trick. I programmed her. <laughs> he literally said program. I'm like, you don't program a cat, but okay, sure. I got into her code, and I just, I just messed with the yeah. base settings. Now, when I had Cookie, like, we tried to train her and stuff. But I just keep saying her, but it's a him. Uh, we, kept, uh, we kept, like, trying to train him. We just trained him for, like, where the food is, where the litter is, where the water is. Besides that, don't go outside. You're fine. Um, he would go outside and sit on our driveway. <laughs> and not actually go anywhere we're like <laughs> that's so cute hey dog you, you going anywhere like cookie was also a chunky cat from the pictures that i'd seen cookie was a massive cat when like we got him as a child uh like very small kitten and then like he ended up going to like one of the one of the big cats you know what i'm talking about like, yeah the cat cat. all the pictures you have of him it's like just a bowling pin like just like, round yeah. object um and then cookie left funny enough like cookie like we got rid of cookie when we came back from egypt or whatever like that whole process a couple months later, we found a cat outside of our house. Gigantic. I'm talking about like gi- way more, like bigger than like Cookie. We thought it was like a, like a small dog. Um, and we went up and like we started petting it. And this cat was so well-groomed. Didn't have like nails. Like, cause like whatever, like the whole, what's it called? Declawing. Yeah. Um, it had like a, like a little collar and everything with like phone number on it. But this cat was a gigantic, nice cat. And then we looked up the name. It's called Hobbs. Turns out Hobbs was, like, the neighborhood cat that we never met until now. Because I guess, like, it smelled cookie and was just trying to find a friend. Um, Hob- you can go around nowadays and probably find Hobbs just walking. Hobbs was gigantic and so soft. And he was a gray cat. And he was just walking around. Like, he- you pick him up and you, first of all, you struggle to pick him up because it's gigantic. He lets you hold on to it. Uh, hold on to him for a little bit. And then, like, he'll get annoyed. Like, I right, leave me alone, bro. I don't know who you are. We went and dropped off uh, Hobbs because we thought he was lost. And the owner goes, oh, no. He walks around. He comes back. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, cool. And then he's just out and about. Every now and then, I'd see Hobbs outside. And I was going, like, he, like, pets, like, hang out. I play with him a little bit. I rub his stomach. And all and then he's like, all right, adios. And he just gets up and leaves. Dude, that's such a dope name for a cat, though. You said yeah. it was gray? Yeah, it was, like, one of those, like, like Dude, it was that's just a gray such a cool cat name for with, a like, cat, too. If I got, like, two cats at the same time... I, I thought about this one time because usually when you're um, in an apartment or something, they say get two because they can keep each other company. And I was thinking if I was to get a cat, like in, in a pair, I would name one of them, or no, because of what you said, I just realized I would name one of them John, like Locke and one of them Hobbs. Yeah. Philosophy It was cats. interesting. I was like, this cat <laughs> is so well-groomed and it's a street cat. Well, not a street cat, like, it, like it's like the neighborhood cat that was like walks around. It's just so weird. And later on, we start seeing like black cats out and about, and I'm like, dude, what's going on here? Turns out, one of the cats we had, I think, Luna was it? Maybe it was Luna. I don't remember which cat it was. Would um, would go and hang out with a black cat. That was also in our neighborhood. 
First of all, Luna, how'd you get out of the house? Like, t- tell me where you're getting out of the house. She crossed at the vents. Huh? Where are you going? Just popped out. Second of all, why are you talking to a black cat? Because she, it, Luna was a uh, girl, and then the black cat was a guy. And we're like, Which first of all, fade? yeah, first of all, not allowed. Mm. This is Haram. We, we can't have this relationship. This Haram. We, we didn't meet his father yet. Second of all, you can't even do anything. <laughs> like, yeah, that you, you can't bump nuggets. There's you you can't there. bump nuggets. What you trying to do, huh? Third of all, you can't bring people over to our, like, our backyard. This yeah, is just you sketchy, can't bring dog. homies uninvited to like, the crib, You gotta let man. me know. That's you're gonna bring so a, rude. You gotta, you're gonna bring a gin home? You gotta at least let me know, dog. Like, what's, what's going on here? You know that thing about like pit bulls or bulldogs? I forget. One of those things, like how dog owners, like people are afraid of them, so they don't buy them, but that's not true. Yeah. That same kind of like stereotype is with black cats. Like there's a dramatic amount of people who don't buy or donate or adopt black cats. So like... Like, you know, if everybody's other numbers are like, you know, 20, 30, 40, right? Cat, black cats are like one. Yeah. So when I adopted uh, Kajal, right, they, the people who found her, the foster and the company of the foster care all were like, thank you so much for adopting a black About cat because time, no bro. one does. They were like, we don't want her anymore. <laughs> they, they circulate in the system for so long and they were like, thank you so much for, for giving her home because she wouldn't have gotten yeah. one otherwise. And her story apparently is that there was a bobcat that was like killing her family oh. like they were chasing them in the forest and this person found them and saved a couple of the kittens but they don't know what happened to the mom and some of the other part of the litter probably died so when they found them they were like yeah she's like a war survivor <laughs> and i was <laughs> like dang that's sick <laughs> but also like you know sad for you especially like in our culture like i don't know anyone who's arab that has a black cat because of the whole like Jin stories and oh, all yeah. the jumble. Oh, yeah. I don't know anyone. You know the crazy thing? When I pray, she sits on my prayer mat. Which all cats have done that. But the yeah. way she does it is the most obnoxious compared to every other cat. I think there's something about like her. She loves cuddling people when they have like an arm up. Or like their leg is in a way where she can like lean on it. Yeah. So when I'm in Sajda, right? When my head is on the ground. I'm, li- I'm like a little cuddle box. Like, she can just get yeah, in yeah. between my legs and just sit there. So, that every time I'm doing such that, even if she leaves, she comes back. And she just freaking, you know, takes up her space, takes up her mighty time. And she just, you know, plants herself in front of me. And I'm like, all right, man. Talking to God right now. But, okay. Just yeah. hop in there. And yeah. she also, like, bites my thusby. Oh. Which is, like, so annoying. My little beads. The, the, my, uh, like, uh, abacus prayer thing. Rose. It's, Rose. like, so annoying. But she's also so cute. So, it makes up for it. And also, she meows a lot, and I don't know what she wants because she just meows. Bro, my cats, like Cookie, would rarely ever meow. Maybe, All when my he other was cats younger, never meowed either. When he was younger, like he'd meow because, you know, young cats are idiots, kittens. Um, even like all my other cats, when they were young, they would meow a lot. And then Cookie stopped meowing unless, like, he needed something, or, like, wanted to go outside or something. But then I had uh, Luna for a little bit, and she meowed a lot and then stopped. And then we gave her away. And then we had Francis. And she meowed a lot as a kid. Like, I'm talking about, like, way more than yours. And that's why whenever, like, we say, oh, she, she meows a lot. I'm like, this is a lot, bro. What you talking about? This is mm. She meowed a lot. And Luna was, not Luna, Francis was a great cat with blue eyes, Ooh. first of all, which was odd. Uh, and she was very small. And, like, she would just let you, like, carry her. But she was also, like, a diva. She would, like, rip your arm apart. Like, you want to, you want to fight? Let's go, bro. <sighs> and, like, her zoomies are, like, crazy. Um... But she would meow a lot, especially when she's fighting you. And then we gave her away. But the whole, like, memory of of Francis was just meows. Hmm. So that's why, like, I'm confused on how that works in cats. 
Yeah, when I um, well, so the whole like other story with Godzilla is after like they uh, the adoption service, right? The foster um, company, all their cats go through like a vet process when they're found and they take medicine and stuff. But one of the medicines like effed up her guts like so bad. Love that. And she had like diet liquid diarrhea at the wazoo yeah so then after that she stopped eating but before that she would meow non-stop for food yeah luna and francis both had like worms whenever we got them Ugh, yeah i know the, so, the like, medicine just, that they were giving her is for deworming yeah yeah so like it was the first like three weeks of us having her were just like the, the, it was just, yeah it was just bad yeah. like, oh. alfred at, at the end of his life right before we let, let him go he because he had worms he would because cats do this when they feel like they're dying they go to corners of the house and you can't see them and they poop or whatever vomit in those places yeah so we would just be like walking in the house randomly and all of a sudden it would smell death and then we'd go look and we'd find like you know something that looked like yeah. an alien and we'd be like oh alfred where have you been For, it was to the point where like my parents were uh, my parents my mom who loves cats she's like i don't want to deal with like a cat that just has diarrhea everywhere we're yeah. like yeah, yeah i don't know and then we like we got i know one of uh luna maybe like we helped like she became back to normal we got rid of her worms i think francis didn't we gave her away while she still had worms because it was just like a short time period something happened maybe but it was just like very interesting also uh so francis was the gray cat with blue eyes luna was the white and brown cat with like was also blue eyes no, I think I showed you a picture. It was like a mainly white, um, I don't want to say tan, but like it was like She had like a spottiness, right? Like color mixing? Kind of, a little bit. It was like a borderline like, you know sugar cane? Yeah. Like the, like the sugar, but like they say it's sugar cane sugar. I was a little like darker. It's like almost khaki-ish. Yeah, brown. Kind of like that, like brown, browner. And then her um, legs were kind of like socks, like were brown socks. We were going to call her like socks, but you know, that's weird. So we ended up calling her Luna because of some argument that my older sister had. So it was a, it was like a white brownish, khakiish cat with brown socks and blue eyes. Which, first of all, that costs a lot of money, but we got her for free. We got all of our cats for free. Yeah, that that's kind of nuts. That you'd yeah, think. my mom was like, "I'm not paying for a cat. If you get it for free, for sure. Anything else? Nah." Do you know like Milo was a calico, but you know what like the the calico color is? No. It's like in other breeds of cat, it's a color type which is a result of a genetic disorder. It's not a bad thing, but it's just a genetic disorder. And it's the one where they're white and they'll have like a spot on their eye and oh, like, you yeah, know, yeah. spotty, only specific spots. And so it's usually it's white and then brown and red brown. I'll show mm. you a picture of Milo and it'll come to you. Those there cats, you apparently when they reproduce, they don't like, they don't spread the gene. So there's yeah. a very specifically small amount of calicos that are out there that won't be reproduced. So they are hella expensive. I'm trying to find... I don't have, like, a good picture of um, what's her face, so I'm just going to Google one, maybe. Maybe, 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 Here. maybe. This is this is um, one of your cats, right? No, no, no. Or this was someone you were that sitting was, for? That was, yeah, a cat sitting. Bro, I don't remember her name. That cat... Let me tell you something. It's a fat cat, guys. That cat this was one's a, cheeks look there like was an two anime of them, character A brother cat. and a sister. Jesus. Those cats huge. were the chillest cats. More chill than Hobbs. The chillest cats on earth. I'm telling you... You could pick them up and throw them against the wall, and they'd be like, "Oh, did something happen, sir?" And I'm I'm picturing them with like a British accent, and they just like they're the chillest cats on earth. They would walk up; they won't even meow. They would, you can pick them up. You can do like push-ups with them on your back. They wouldn't Aww. even care. Like uh, the girl would always hate everyone except for me. She would come sit on my bed during a while I sleep. 
first of all, get off my bed, bro. I'm like a star- I need a starfish. I hey, can't give have me my you. Room, dude. I can't have you on my bed. But she would just sit there, and my parents would be like, "How is she sitting with you? Whatever." The chillest cat I've ever met in my life doesn't meow, has bougie food, bougie litter, and just sits there like, "I own you. I'm not the pet. You are." Like, okay, I'm sorry, <laughs> cat. Like, relax, dog. Like, dang. All right, dog. Let me just get on my forge real quick. Yeah. Come on, man. Anyway, this was the cat. This was kind of like the cat. Oh my god, that's gorgeous. Uh, this was more like I don't know what they're called. Yeah. Yeah, it's like an. What is this toy? Nope, that's not the. One. It's an Arab. Oh, it's a toy bob breed. Siamese. Siamese. It's, like, it's a hairy Siamese. Yes, this is almost exactly how it looked. It was like yeah. white-ish with yeah, brown, with brown spotting, yeah. and then blue eyes. Oh, that's so cute. And then we gave her away because here's a picture of Milo. It's black and white, but um, you can imagine. So yeah. the darker parts are brown, and then these parts are like orangey red. Yeah. And then around her are other spots. Cookie, the, the one that had longest, was one we of those... We didn't pay for her either. One of our aunts like, gave it to us. Yeah. Uh, Cookie was the longest one he had. He was... Well, it was just standard, like, grain black cats. The, mm. the, 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 I don't know what they're called also. I suck with breeds for cats and dogs. Cats are different, like, than dogs. It's literally just tabby and then a very small sprinkling of other ones. Which, by the way, we don't know what breed Kajal is, but from, like, reverse image searching based on her head shape and, like, other stuff, she's coming up as a black Burmese cat because she looks Asian, she doesn't look Arab, and she doesn't look European. And tabby is basically the equivalent of a mutt. So they're just a, a mix of so much you can't tell. But uh, she, in, in specific, Gajo looks more like uh, Asian cats. Uh, so like Google said that she was a Burmese cat, which honestly attracts because it, all the pictures look exactly like her. Okay. And her eyes do this really cool thing before, I'm sorry for cutting you off. No, no, you're good. I was... Where her eyes are like yellow brown. Or not yellow brown, what's the word? Like pumpkin. Basically the colors of pumpkin, except a little more yellow. But where her iris is, right? Where her, like her black yeah. part of her eye is, blue is leaking out of it. And I've been taking pictures and I can see more and more that blue is leaking. And I w- I've been told I have friends who have had kittens and their eye colors do change over time sometimes. Oh, yeah, no. True. Like I had a friend whose, whose cat's eyes were yellow. I think default the default is yellow. And then it went to green. And I was like, dang, that's so cool. Yeah, no, Cookie's eyes when we got her as a got, got him as a kitten was like yellowish, greenish, like borderline. And then when as time changed, it got more into like greener borderline brown it was really weird weird. but cookie turned out to be a great tabby cat ah which is like one of like the generic cats dude cookie looks like alfred like that's literally what alfred looked like as well yeah a tabby cat with stripes and stuff base color of like light brown Bro, until now i had cookie so long ago years and years ago until now like five seven years yeah because you're in middle school right uh no high school beginning of high school beginning of high school so that's like seven years yeah until now i randomly find his hair on like my shirt and i'm like dog you shed so much where's the lint roller get all this off bro what is this the nice thing about kajal is that she doesn't shed too much because she's a medium haircut so her her like I, i don't know how else to explain this to people but like her drops are not frequent, but when she drops, it will be frequent. Yeah. But because she's medium, it's the medium of the both of them. Yeah. She doesn't shed all the time, but little amounts, or shed a lot in s- small timings. Yeah. Luna didn't shed as much. She, like, every now and then you'll find a hair on yourself, and then Francis didn't shed. I've yet to find a single hair of hers, which is really nice, because I thought that it was going to be a much bigger problem. But that's also, like, Especially, black like, hair. wearing white clothes. Yeah, she's a black hair cat, so if you're wearing, like, red, no one will notice wearing... <sighs> See, the problem is also that she's a black hair cat in a house full of black-haired people... Of whom's which I hang out with a lot of Asian people who also have black hair. So there's literally no way for me to tell whether it's yours, my girlfriends, my dads, my mom's. It's like, not gonna be on length. It's just no, not even length like, and curl. Like um, 
Uh, oh, I guess you're right, the cat. But, like, my brother's hair will all have that same length, so it could be any of us. Yeah, maybe. Or, I, I don't know, I brushed it away so quickly, I'm not even, like, examining it. But she's so soft. Apparently, people have been telling me she's, like, the softest cat that people have ever pet. So we take I think those. Hobbs would be her, but anyway. Hobbs has the density. I can agree. Hobbs was like thick that, like, and like no oily, smooth, nice bro. And you're like, wow. Pedicured uh, hair. Yeah, I remember Madagascar was like, look out, Moto Moto is coming or something like that. You know, like Moto Moto yeah. likes you. Yeah, you know that, bro. That's that's what I think of like Hobbs. Like the yeah, like, his, it's like walking out, just like buff. And this guy was buff, bro. It Do you remember like, when awesome. we were like kids and we had um, all those fake pet stuff, like like chia pets and. Uh, Tomodachi. You you mentioned earlier you didn't know what Tomodachi or Tomagachis nope. are, right? Like, do you remember a long time ago? Like, we would get those McDonald's meals where they would have this little like compass-looking thing with a screen on it, and there were like two buttons, three buttons. In those would be a little digital cat that you had to feed and pet and care for, and people would take care of them, and they were called Tomagachis or Tomodachis, and people like really cared. Like, there it was like a little a living animal, and it could die if you didn't care for it enough. I had a Game Boy game like that, but I don't. know I had a like Game that. Boy thing like that as well. Yeah, but yeah, that was basically Tomagachis, and I used to have one, and I shared it with my friend actually. So we would mm-hmm. bring it to school, and then you know split custody. So split custody. I remember one day she didn't feed her properly, and I was like, "Why would you do this? You're such a bad parent. I'm getting the core involved. <laughs> I'm gonna get of you. Of course you did, actually. I'm gonna get you freaking kicked off the lawsuit right now. Yeah. Uh, what was the other ones? I guess yeah. it was Neopets. was the one I was no, thinking about. Neopets. Oh my god, you're right. Um, Neopets is the online one, yeah, right? Yeah, well, you'd put in the code from your McDonald's Happy Meal or something, and yeah. then you'd get it like Club Penguin inside. Oh, I love those. Uh, there was also, I don't know if Neopets was the one, but there's also that one where like you buy the, the stuffed animal, and the stuffed animal would have a certain code that then you put online. Oh, oh! I remember something like that for Build a Bear as well. Essentially, like they would like have a little thing on the foot, and then you could like take yeah, them into the game, yeah. and then they'd be like digitally there. Yeah, man, I remember it. It was all copium. I didn't. I never did any of those. To be honest. Really, I, I was in so many. I had like a blue zebra. I think I. Remember. It's probably still around. I got. Somewhere. I got my monkey of the online thingy. I got like a little monkey when I was like middle school, mm. so I never did it. But as a child, I was just wasn't like it wasn't one of the things I did. So I don't know. Have you great. ever? Have you ever like? Um, wanted like a fantasy animal like a random like if you could choose any any animal real unreal whatever to be your pet dinosaur you know freaking whatever i kind of want a wolf i want to no i want i want two wolves right i've always had this in like my little scenarios that i make up in my head right one of them would be a female she would be all white with blue eyes and then the brother would be all black with red eyes and they would just be like wolves i'm talking about like just straight up wolves but they would always be super nice to me and i'd be like kill you know that's pretty sick that'd be it and a fairy but that's essentially it i don't have anything else i think fairies are pretty cool one of the things that me and Ephraim talked about before we went to college we were like if we move in we're gonna go we're in we're getting a ferret. A ferret. yeah and i did a lot of ferret research and they're pretty good other than having like a weird smell they're like they're, they're just bad. like npcs they just exist. yeah they're kind of just a lot uh living slinkies mm-hmm. yeah that's it that's all i got what you got uh i would say uh, when I was a kid, I wanted dragons. So if there was a way mm. to like actually do it feasibly, I would go dragons. If I'm talking like realistically, bears. You want to get a pet shark? No. You just put them in the little not not a gigantic shark like they sell small sharks for. Like, I need a fish animals tank. that I can hug. Oh. So if it's yeah, not an shark. animal that I can hug, I feel like not only am I taking it out of a place that it would much rather enjoy to be. But also, I get no utility out of you. I'm just looking at oh, you. Uh, but oh, dragons, bro, I can freaking fly a dragon. Dude. You can attach those wolves to a sled. Raccoons. Mm. Have you ever seen those TikToks of like people raccoons who have like, pet sus. raccoons? I don't trust them, man. Bro, the ones that have the TikToks of pet raccoons, they're just kind of chilling there like, 
high. <laughs> There's if, if it's not fat, I'd be fine with it. But if I get like those globby ones, bro, then bro, those are the best. Dude, no, talking. those are the most mischievous. Those are the ones that are up to the most like uh, uh, mischief. Nah, bro, they chill. Yeah. They chill. Okay, well, they're just we'll smarter ferrets. Let's see how that works out. Nah, bro, I'm not getting any of these. Ferrets are so cute. Oh my god. I'd get a ferret and I'd get my wolves. And it'd be like, oh, talk to me, bro. I also agree with the wolves. That would be really cool. And then I'd have them come out with like the shadows, like, like you want to fight me, bro? And then they start growling in the background, like, <sighs> like what you trying to do, huh? What you, huh? I was raised in the wolves by the wolves, bro. I'm freaking Mowgli, bro. Post, uh, Post Malone and, and Big Sean said, wait, said that song, bro. Go, go listen to it before you come fight me, dog. I was raised by the wolves. <laughs> don't talk to me g anyway but yeah yeah well i think that's all i had to say and also my computer is dying so i've got to segue real quick so uh that's thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast thank you for sticking around and tuning in um look out for the tiktok thing soon youtube shorts thing soon um share this with uh you know whoever you can whoever Friends, you think would families, be interested raccoons raccoons preferably maybe we need to get a raccoon in here Oh, we dead. now have the capability to, uh, you know, extend the seat to guests. So maybe we'll get some guests on the podcast as well. Some more insignificant people you probably don't know or care about, but we'll definitely get their opinions of. You'll care about them by the end of the episode. We'll make them. We'll make them part of the family. You know, yeah. we'll make you make them interesting. Yeah. But uh, anyway, thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye bye. God save the queen. Ooh, about that.